All right, guys, <clears throat> we're back. Um, keeping, keeping uh, with the theme of being raw and being real. We have no intro music. We have no, we have no fancy production. It's me and my phone um, talking about my experiences, being as real and as transparent as uh, as I am. <clears throat> And um, completely unfiltered, uncensored, um, and uh, I feel like uh, I feel like if you uh, script and practice things, they come across as inauthentic. And I believe in just uh, coming at it full force. And um, so today's uh, today's sort of theme. So the the first few episodes, I did an introduction of uh, of who I am. You can go back and and listen to those. Find out who I am. And um, who's who's kind of this, this crazy motherfucker who's just talking about um, all these uh, all these different things. But um, I think for the episodes moving forward, I'm just going to pick a theme or a topic and uh, and talk about those. Uh, sometimes I'll be very vague and ambiguous about them because they can apply to, to many different things. Um, but they all relate to me and my experiences and um when I start to, uh, I have a bunch of people that I have planned to, to come on uh, and talk with me. When I have those people on, uh, I'll get into more specifics and I'll reference some of the these uh, different episodes. Like, uh, for example, so the one we're gonna t- what we're gonna talk about today is being an outsider. And uh, so you know, when I have people on, we'll, we'll talk about that and we'll reference that, um, especially if they have relevant stories to to those certain things. I think there's a there's a there's a lot of overlap for people who, um, for the sake of, uh, we'll, we'll call everyone an entrepreneur, right? Anybody who's out there just kind of chasing their dreams, getting after it. Um, you know, we're all entrepreneurs. Um, I happen to be one in the art world. Um, that's where I, or creative world, art world, music, that that's where I lie. But at the, at the core of what I do and I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. So as we, uh, we all have these these things that overlap, right? Um, and and these themes can can be applied to many different things. So um, part of the reason of this podcast is to be entertaining, to be insightful. So um, today's topic we're going to talk about is is being an outsider, <clears throat> and um, you know this can be applied to to many different things. But I think for the sake of just uh, you know for the sake of being uh, on topic or being relevant let let's just talk about or let's just think about it as from a from a business standpoint or from an entrepreneurial standpoint um and um i think that uh i think that it it applies to many different things but let, yeah let's just stay on topic with that or let's just focus our energy on that but you know certainly if you're listening to this and you're doing something you know who knows what it what what it uh what it may be you know definitely uh it, it can apply to anything so um i want to talk about yeah being an outsider so <clears throat> the um you know I, i've always felt growing up uh i always felt a little different right so um and and this can just be you know teenage angst or being a youth or puberty or just you know whatever but Specifically, what I'm referencing is just I've always had this sort of fire that burned inside of me to want to do big and great things. And um, certainly when you're younger, you know, a lot of us have this. And as we get older, life or practicalities or whatever it may be 
kills that fire. But I think we all have it inside of us. We all have this 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 thing that burns inside of us, and um, some of us have just more of a natural draw or an inc- inclination to follow it, and and others don't. And and that's just you know part of us being different. But for me, um, sorry. Oh, I think it's raining outside. <laughs> that's that's this is the realness of the podcast. I heard a noise and I got scared and I listened. Um, so, um. Yeah, for 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 me, you know, specifically when I was um I think when I was around 18 or 19 um you know, for those that don't know, I I was an athlete most of my life, um played hockey. That was what I identified as and um you know, it's a whole that's a whole other story for a whole different time, but uh that's not what I identified as. Um it was just sort of the world that I that I was brought up in um and not really by choice, but um, I always had this drive or this fire inside of me um, as I got older, or I had it my whole life, but I always, as I got older, it got, it got directed towards, you know, what are you going to do with your life, right? That's what everyone asked me, what are you going to do? And I took, you know, in, in middle school, I took this test of, you know, that, that test of, you know, where you fit in. And um, it was music and art. And this was in middle school. And, uh, you know, it's like, oh, you'd be great as a musician or artist or blah, blah, blah. And, um, and it was never, you know, it was never uh, a, a sort of a practical or realistic thing to do. Um, and I was, I was never exposed to anybody really that was, um, you know, I, I come from New England or from Canada originally, but I spent time growing up between Canada and New England. So very blue collar and, and very much hockey. Um, so I didn't know any musicians or artists outside of the people that I admired, right, that, that I would have hanging on my wall. And... Um, and uh, so even though that was sort of my natural draw and, and, and that fire that burned inside of me, uh, I didn't have anyone in my sort of life or my circle to push me that way. So, you know, as I got older, it was like this this awkward thing in my life where I had to, uh, I, what are you going to do with your life, you know? And, it, you know, come like high school, same sort of thing. I took another test and it was like music and art. It was like my natural gravitation I was very right-brained um and I did very well um just naturally uh with anything that you know I was a super fucking average student barely average student I think I I had a like a 1.9 GPA but I excelled when I was really passionate about something no surprise there right guys um in music and art I always really excelled at but it was again never something that um that was looked at as a viable source of income, but it, but that was my first sort of I'm this outsider, right? And um, and I felt like an outsider because those are the things that I wanted to do, but they were always looked at as not viable sources of way to ways to make money. So come here, here we go. We got to go to college, right? Uh, right, Kyle. We have to go to college. You have to pick a major, and and I was going to college really just because um, to play hockey in, in school was kind of just there. And I think the only reason why I got into college was I wrote a pretty I, – when I wanted to be – when I wanted to apply myself, I, I always did very well. And I applied myself to this essay, and I, and I, I sort of half-assed applied myself towards playing hockey just because it was comfortable and safe. So I went to school, uh, liberal arts school, and I was going to do graphic design. And um, – and, uh, 
that was my first taste of like, whoa, you know, this could be real, you know. And um, you know, I told the story about what happened with me in hockey, and I got injured and decided to go an art school, go go to an art school, and um, we can, you guys can listen to the first few episodes to get caught up on that. But so doing graphic design, and um, decided that uh, wasn't for like wasn't for me. Like even though it was cool, it just there was something missing, and I wanted more. So again, just this again when I would go into graphic design class and I would look around at what we were doing, it didn't feel right. And I just, again, feeling like an outsider. And I felt as though we were learning through the computer and the computer, we were sort of learning the, you know, the, the, we were learning Photoshop, but we weren't learning why we weren't learning like the color theory, the composition, sort of the meat and potatoes. And, and, um, the com- the common theme and that you'll hear pretty much throughout my whole life is that I felt like an outsider, but I listened to that inner voice, and um, and that's the theme of this episode. So I felt like an outsider, and I listened to that inner voice, and and I just took that leap, and and this like I like I told the story, I went to the art, I transferred to the art school, and and um, and uh, you know those are two just right off the bat clear examples of 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 the hockey thing of not wanting to play hockey and, f- and following that inner sort of fire that I had inside of me of wanting to be like, you know, a creative and an artist and then doing graphic design and like, again, following that inner fire and, you know, that feeling of being sort of an outsider uh, of the world that I was in and going to the art school. And then, um, so I go to the art school and, and uh, it was great. It was, you know, it was everything that I wanted and ironically still felt like an outsider because of just not having a formal background. And um, so I've always I've always had like this is a buzzword, I think, in, in the world today, but, lone, you know, kind of being a lone wolf or, or having this sort of lone wolf um, mentality and and being an outsider. But um, I think it's important to to listen to that voice inside of you and um I want to be very clear that, you know, if you're somebody who's extremely passionate uh, and you have this fire that burns inside of you, because that's me, it's okay. You know, that that's okay to, to have that. But I also want you guys to know that the these things that I was doing, these risks that I was that I was taking and, and these kind of sort of spontaneous um, big jumps in, in, in life that I was taking were also very calculated. So I guess if the first, if I could leave you, you know, with, or if I could give you the first lesson is follow your crazy, which is something I always say. So follow your crazy, but be calculated and, uh, and, and, uh, just have a plan of attack and do the research. So, uh, let's, let's move on to, you know, you know, being in school and then, um, my first, internship which I talked about uh again previous podcasts if you guys are just listening go and listen to the previous podcast I go more in depth with a lot of this stuff but so I get my I get that internship that I was talking about at Puma and again we're talking in 2008 7 8 I guess oh no it's my graduating year so 2009 because I was a senior so 2009 I'm at Puma so we're talking nine years ago and uh, you know we're we're talking the rise of streetwear uh, and, and how streetwear is becoming uh, you know a billion dollar business and um, we're having these blending of cultures with surf and skate and grunge and rap and and all of these things are being blended together in, into the world of of uh, of streetwear and um, 
And I saw that and I was, you know, I was just locked into what was happening um, into, you know, I guess we'll say, well, I was locked into the youth. I was locked into the culture and I was working at Puma, a brand at the time that seemed fucking dead in the water. And I, and it felt dead in the water. And, and I was there and I was surrounded by some really talented people that were much older than me that were, you know, out of college um, and successful in their own right, both in the sneaker design world and the trend world. But, you know, I had these ideas and I had, you know, this vision of what Puma could be. And I went in there and my visions were shot down and, and it was unrealistic. And, and, um, and I felt like I was right deep down inside. I was like, man, I know I'm right about this. I know that we could take Puma and and bring it to this level of cut and sew and align it with some of these streetwear brands and do these capsules. And everyone thought I was fucking crazy. And I would say that was the first real time, you know, in the workplace where I felt like, uh, or in a workplace environment where I, I really felt like, man, I know that I'm right. I know that, you know, um, why are these people so short-sighted? Why, why are they, why are they not trying to push the brand forward and do what's best for the brand? And I think that, um, I had, you know, I learned a very important lesson that, um, that sometimes, People can be more successful or better at uh, certain things or higher up or a company can be, you know, but sometimes they just aren't going to have the shared vision and your vision may be right and and your fire and your passion and the things that you see um, could quite possibly be right. And you have to um, know when to... um, you have to know when to believe in yourself and know that if you believe, if you truly believe in something, you know, to not let anything outside uh, destroy those dreams. And, uh, you know, as history would come to, uh, you know, as history would, uh, history doesn't lie. So we look at streetwear, we look at it now, we look at how big it is. It's a billion dollar industry. And then we look at Puma. Puma's fucking killing it right now. But they could have been killing it nine years ago, Right. Hint, hint, people at Puma. I was there. And, um, but, you know, it just wasn't, it wasn't the time for me and it wasn't my, it wasn't, you know, there was other things that the universe, uh, if you're religious, you can say God, but the universe wanted me to do uh, and it wasn't there. But it was, this is just sort of reaffirming my uh, belief in myself. And, uh, you know, to to tie it all in with the bigger theme of this is it's okay to be an outsider. And, and you're going to have times where people doubt you. And maybe these people are more successful than you, but, but that doesn't mean you're wrong. And that doesn't mean that the vision and the fire and the passion that you have burning inside of you aren't right. And you have to just, you know, protect that dream and protect that flame and protect that fire and be calculated and be passionate and know that, you know, um, it's just not it, that, you know, if if you end up failing or if you end up, I, I ultimately got terminated from that job, no surprise. Um, but I, I never lost faith in my, you know, in my dreams and my passion and my conviction. And, um, and uh, it never deterred me, you know, it was just sort of like uh, the general, as I've, as I've come to find out, because uh, I've been fired from every job that I've ever had. These are just 
you know, uh, every one of these failures is, wasn't a failure at all. It was just a lesson. And it was just it, that certain job or that certain position or that certain opportunity just wasn't for me and it wasn't the time. Um, so, um, I hope this all ties in for you guys, uh, you know, that being an outsider is okay. And I want to talk about the awkward one. So let's talk about the awkward. Let's, let's, let's just really be super real right now about dream killers and being an outsider. And, uh, sometimes the people who are closest to you are going to be the biggest fucking dream killers. And, um, I have direct experience with this, um, and um, I always, I love the saying, keep your receipts, right? And it's like, you can check in um, with everybody who's been in my family, or people who are in my family, you can check in with all of the many girlfriends that I've gone through, all of the many friends that I've lost and I've cut out of my life, is that I don't let anybody fucking kill my dreams, anybody, and I, I will die for my dreams, and I will, it's just... It's the stubbornness that's inside of me, which really is my biggest blessing. I'm not that talented. I'm super average in pretty much everything, but my gift is that I am driven and I don't let anyone kill my dreams. But I want, and we don't all have that. I understand, like, that's my strength. I have a lot of weaknesses, but that's just my particular strength. And not all of us have the strength to cut people out of their lives. Um, But I want to let you guys know that here's the awkward is that your family is sometimes going to be the the people who hold you down or try to hold you down and your friends and your girlfriends or people who say they love you they're going to try to bring you down and the reality um of why that is 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 they haven't achieved their dreams and they haven't achieved their goals and they are probably stuck in a in a bad place in life and they want to bring you down and um this is really hard uh you know, it, it, it's really hard. It, it sucks when you have somebody that you care about or somebody that you think that cares about you and they're a negative uh, sort of influence in your life. And let me tell you, there's nothing more feeling like an outsider um, than when you're sitting with a, a room full of family members and you find yourself in this passionate sort of conviction and you're giving, you're, like for me, I go on Kanye rants and I go on these Kanye rants and I talk about and the way they look at you and you can feel the energy in the room and um you know it's like when you talk big you know uh it's scary to people and you know people have negative sort of things going on in their life and um it creates you know points of contention and it's awkward and it's hard and the best way i've learned to deal with those sort of things is is they're you know they're your family you love them and um you don't you know you don't you don't want to be spiteful you don't want to be vindictive um it's okay to have a chip on your shoulder but don't direct it towards them um i would say direct it towards something positive like proving them wrong or more importantly just proving yourself right and following that fire and sometimes you just you know sometimes you have sometimes it, they're so negative and they're so bad that you got to cut them out of your life and and that's just the reality of you cut people out of your life who bring you down and if you really want to achieve whatever it is you want to achieve in life you have to be willing to make sacrifices and one of the sacrifices you're going to have to make is cutting out these negative people in your life and um and being an outsider you know doesn't mean that you're wrong or you're different 
being an outsider sometimes mean that you're 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 the only one who's fucking right, you know, or you're the only one who's thinking right, or you're the only you're the one who wants to better or improve your situation, whatever, however it may be, on a monetary level, on a spiritual level, um, just on a personal level, on a business level, who knows? But you know, don't be afraid to be an outsider, and don't let people who bring you down, uh, you know, let don't let those people kill your dream. Um, and uh, and and. Uh, I would say, you know, there are people who are millionaires who are probably more successful than you that may be trying to kill your dream. Uh, or or maybe they just don't see, maybe they just genuinely don't see the vision that you see, but you have to believe. You have to believe so deeply and do the work to match. You can't just have dreams without, you know, putting in the work and doing the research, but really believe and you know, make that executive decision is like, do I cut these people out or do I get a new job? And these are just parts of your journey. But I would say embrace being an outsider, embrace being a lone wolf. I've been um, my pretty much my entire existence on this earth has been being a lone wolf, being an outsider. And uh, that doesn't mean that I haven't had help. That doesn't mean that there aren't people who believe in me. Um, That just means that I've had to do a lot of stuff you know, in the early stages, in the, in the, in the mid, maybe even the mid stages, maybe even in towards the end, you know, even as, even as, as I start to accumulate any sort of success or traction, I'm very much, um, someone who's had to do it, um, on my own. And, um, and I would say that, um, one of the other things that you have to be your own mentor, right? You have to do your own research and put in the work and you'll find that that's sometimes the biggest blessing is that you actually have to, you know, is that the things don't go easy or the things don't go right or you don't have a mentor or you don't have, you know, a, a lot of support. Or maybe the best things that, you know, that could ever happen to you is you don't have that support system and um, you it, it makes you self-reliant, self-sufficient and you cut out the bullshit and you cut out the excuses and, and you really embrace being the outsider. And now, you know, in the early stages, it was, it was a lot harder for me because I didn't have anything really to, to hang my hat on. So I had these big dreams and these big hopes and these big aspirations and um, I didn't have anything to back it up. I was just a fucking, you know, I was a... I was somebody to talk the talk and, and, uh, you know, and now that I've kind of had some sort of a success, I'm, I'm nowhere where I want to be, but you know, I, I still very much feel like an outsider. Um, around six years ago, I decided that I wanted to make music professionally and that's been a journey I've been on. Um, that's paralleled sort of my art career. But, um, when I, even friends that I had that I thought that, you know, that had been, that had, that had supported me in the art world, um, that I told I was going to make music just thought I was fucking crazy. And there's this negative sort of energy surrounding them. And, and I'm not sure where it's coming from, but it's like, it's like, you know, I have to just learn how to balance that. And now it's like, I know who not to sell my dreams to, especially when it comes to music or I don't like, you know, there's certain people I are like, I'm going to play music and they're excited for me. And there's other people that are just not. So I have to, you know, straddle that line. And, 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 and I'm still to this day, find myself in situations where I'm an outsider. It's easy. It gets easier, guys. It gets really, it gets a lot easier. It's still difficult, but it gets a lot easier to, to navigate being this outsider, how, having this feeling of being an outsider, having this feeling of thinking big and only being surrounded by small thinking people. Um, as you start to prove to yourself that, you know, you, you are right about some of the, some of the beliefs and ideas that you have. And I would say that, just um, in the early stages, stick, keep sticking with it. Keep believing yourself. Keep, you know, embrace being the outsider. Um, 
and uh, sometimes being the outsider means you're just way ahead of the game on on certain things. So um, I think we're going to wrap it up. That was kind of a a good mix of, you know, entertainment and positivity. And and I was uh, there were some specifics there and there was some ambiguity there. And um, hopefully this was uh, this was helpful. And um, I'm, I'm you know, I love talking. I love talking about my experiences. Uh, The biggest drug for me is when I am able to talk to like-minded people who have similar stories or people who are just on the come up and want, you know, my advice on things. So um, if there's any sort of specifics, uh, reach out to me, hit me up. My email is me, M-E at kylemosher.com, K-Y-L-E-M-O-S-H-E-R.com. You can hit up my website, kylemosher.com. There's a contact page. You can fill out the form, reach out if you want me to talk about anything specific. Um, I'm going to have guests uh, you know, a lot of people that have been in, you know, been, that have been in my life that are like-minded, uh, that are successful in whatever sort of, um, you know, career path that they're on. And it very, I have people that are on all different stages of, of their career path. They're very much beginners, they're middle, they're extremely successful. So we're going to have a lot of different people on here that I'm going to talk to and, We'll get into more of the nitty gritty, the specifics um, about certain things. And I'll always try to reference, you know, as I start to do more of these podcasts, I'm going to have a good mix of guests and, and, but I'll reference certain things and I'll reference, you know, being an outsider. And as I get more topics, I'll reference those specifically and uh, we'll get into it. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, As always, this is super raw, super real, unscripted. I'm just going right off the cuff. Um, I have no fancy fucking intro, outro music. Um... I'm going to try to keep this as stripped down as possible. And then as I get more sponsors and sell the fuck out and start to blow up, we're going to get some some crazy graphics, some crazy production, some big time stars on here. And then I'll eventually like lose it all. And then, you know, like I'll, I'll be like, oh, I shouldn't have sold out and I'll come back down and, you know, I'll find my audience again. And um, and uh, that's a huge joke. So hopefully that's entertaining for you guys. Uh, hopefully that hopefully I do blow the fuck up and get all these great sponsors but for now we're just real and raw so thank you guys for tuning in um i have no fucking plans for when i put these out it's just when i'm inspired so keep listening um ask me questions email me whatever so uh thanks for listening guys take it easy